This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Hi guys, welcome along to this podcast. It's Mark Lloyd from Lunch with Lloyd. And of course, this week we broadcast live for the first time from Expo 2020. And we also did a lot of exploring as well. We had the people from Riverdance Ireland in the studio. And boy, they absolutely blew us away. Their leader, Patrick Moyles, told us all about what we can expect from their various shows. Nada from Wonder with Nada. We didn't actually speak to her over the phone she was with us in the studio as well and she explored more than 17 different pavilions over at expo 2020 uh, just for kids pointed us in the right direction of things to do at the weekend for the kids that was with kids app karim Baydas, and we also spoke ngux what does that mean well Ahmed vice the uh, space tune national geographic ultimate explorer told us all about it enjoy and do join me live on the show weekdays from 11 o'clock only on Dubai I 103.8. This is Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. You certainly are, and welcome back to uh, Lunch with Lloyd. Very exciting, of course. The array of entertainment that's here at Expo 2020 is pretty unbelievable. And uh, a show, in fact, a cast of uh, more than 50 people that have flown in last night has come all the way from the Emerald Isle. And uh, we're talking right now to the Executive Director of Riverdance, Porig Morals. How are you, sir? I'm great, Mark. How are you? And thanks for having us. It's a real pleasure. So tell me, you've got a big company that has just arrived. Tell me all about um, the people that you brought with you. We do. We have a very diverse range and group of people that we have coming from all over the world, Mark. Yeah. What an incredible experience to be here at Expo. And you're here in the heart of it. <laughs> we look, are. And right. when you look around, Mark, how mind-blowing, how incredible is this? Yeah. It truly is inspiring to see the architecture that has gone in, mm-hmm. the, uh, the level of detail that has gone into Expo. Yep. It's a credit to every single person who has worked on this incredible, incredible journey and what would you call it? Village or oh, it's a city? city? It's, a, it's city. a city. Yeah, I mean, it's you must have been very excited and, and, and all your cast when you heard that you were coming out today. And not only that, these guys have not seen it at night. I got to see uh, okay. this place at la- last night. It is just You incredible. came straight from the airport to We're, check it out at The night. plane le- landed here at Expo. <laughs> so tell me about Riverdance and its origins. And, um, you know, it's, it's such a famous performance. It is. And obviously it started with the Eurovision Song Contest back in 1994. And from there it went on to become the global phenomenon that has the world for the past 25 years but we have never performed the type of performance that we're going to have here at Jubilee stage from November 3rd to November 27th it's the biggest cast that we've put together and not only that we're bringing in cultural elements from this region to join us it's going to be absolutely sensational Mark we're bringing in musicians from this region to play the Grammy award-winning score composed by Bill Whelan and it's going to give it a whole new feel a whole new essence we're also doing master classes 45 of them where we get to teach everybody from around this area to dance with us. And I think that's going to be an extraordinary opportunity, not just for us, but for everybody here to get to experience our culture and for us to get to share our culture with them. So it's an amalgamation then of of Ireland and uh, the UAE with uh, this part of the world with the, you know, kind of slotting in Arabic rhythms and Arabic scales. Exactly. And And, you know all about that from your, your music background. But it truly is that sense of inclusivity, diversity, collaboration, creativity, 
which are the main values around Expo. So we look forward to adding value to those values. And we have two terrific dancers with us here in studio yeah, today. Yeah, maybe you can introduce them. Yeah, we have Jason O'Neill here from Belfast, and we have Anna Mae Fitzpatrick from County Meath, both from the country of Ireland. Both of them are lead dancers, elite athletes at the top of their game. I retired because these guys were so good. <laughs> um, they are absolutely stunning. They are the best dancers in the world, and we are privileged and honoured to, to have them as part of our Riverdance family. And we're privileged to have them in our studios as well, and they are going to give us uh, a little bit of a taster of what people uh, who go along to the river dance can actually see. So here we go. Oh, wow. And then if that doesn't whet your appetite, nothing. Well, guys, maybe we can get you on the microphones. Um, tell me, how, how demanding is it to do a river dance show? Maybe you can just uh, uh, lean into the microphone a little bit. River dance is it's our passion. So we love what we do, but it's very grueling. We train every day. Normally on tour, we do about eight shows a week. Yeah. So we're always thinking about dancing, getting better, watching what we eat, sleeping. How yeah. do we become a better athlete? How do we become a better performer, an artist? It's the mix between an art form and a sport. And I've been dancing for 30 years and I'm still trying to get better. Wow. It's a, it's a way of life then, isn't it? For it's you? a way of life. It's everything to us. Yeah. W- was, it, was it your dream as a, as, a, as a young boy to get into a river dance cast? Absolutely. I saw the Eurovision Song Contest when I was about seven years old, a young boy, and it captivated me. It was incredible. It changed everything. It put Ireland on the map. It put river dance. It was a new way of expression for Irish dancing and our culture. And I dreamt of it. And then 15 years later, I got the opportunity to be part of it. And I've been doing lead for about nine or ten years. Wow. So what about, very lucky. What about your journey into, into River Dance? How did it happen for you? Yes, well, absolutely. Um, my journey was a little different to Jason. My mom actually saw River Dance and she brought me to it when I was about six or seven years old. And yep. I remember looking up at the people on stage and just seeing in their faces how much they loved what they were doing and loved being there. And just even from such a young age, I just knew I want to have what they have. I want to be that passionate. And we're so privileged to get to perform every night in front of incredible audiences and get that feedback from them that feeling that we all felt when we watched the show did you ever dream that you perform in dubai at, at a world expo with oh river my dance goodness. no and it is a dream come true every night and to be here at expo at so, so a place that shares the same values as river dance you know inclusivity and diversity and to have that togetherness here is something really special and we're all very excited yeah Porig, what do you what do you think has made river dance last you know the longevity and and people still have that desire to go along and see it well i think the music uh, is a major role in that i mean it's just phenomenal music Um, and as well as that i think river dance resonates with every culture around the world a lot of us have had to depart our homelands at times Mm -hmm. to find other opportunities in new places yeah and that resonates with everybody and then you bring in the attention to detail from performers like these that are at the top of their game every night trying to exceed expectations, mm. every night trying to improve. And that way, when audiences from around the world keep coming back to see it, they often feel it's better this time than it was the last time. Mm, yeah. So now I want to see it again. Yeah. Do you kind of pass on um, some of your knowledge and skills to the, the, maybe the, the junior performers in the, uh, you know, in, 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 the, in the group and uh, encourage them to, to reach the levels that you have? Absolutely. I think Riverdance, the special thing about Riverdance is we work together. We're a team. 
the synchronicity is what makes Riverdance iconic. And when I joined the show, I was the young guy looking up to the older yeah. dancers and they blew me away. They were so talented, so inspirational, so motivational. And now that I'm the older dancer, I'm trying to give that back and kind of pass the baton and say, this is our culture. This is our passion. Enjoy it. Share it. Connect with other people and be inclusive and just enjoy yourself. What about the costumes and, uh, and the shoes that you have to wear for a performance? Just tell me a little bit about what goes on perhaps backstage. Yeah, so we have a full wardrobe backstage that's, you know, working around the clock yeah. to make sure we all look our best up there. Um, and our shoes, we wear two different types of shoes. So we wear heavy shoes, which is leather, and they have a fiberglass uh, tip. Mm-hmm. And that what makes the, that's what makes the tap noise. And then the girls wear soft shoes as well, which the dancing is a lot more flowing and um, kind of like water almost. Is it? So the way you describe it. Regal. Yes, very regal. regal. Yeah. So when's the first performance at Paul again? How many are you going to be doing? So we're going to do 22 performances, Mark, from November 3rd to November 27th. And we have to give a particular mention to Her Excellency Reem El Hashimi yes. and to our director, John McColgan, and the Irish government for really working so collaboratively to bring us to this moment where we're going to take to that jubilee stage and not only are we performing there the master classes the pop-up performances hopefully everybody that comes to expo will get a river dance experience at expo wow it's amazing to have you guys with us in town and we wish you all the very very best i know it's going to be an amazing run of performances with river dance are you excited i'm so excited to come yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, and Mark, if you don't yeah. mind us yeah. saying, we'd like to congratulate you on 30 years behind the mic. Oh, so a massive congratulations yeah. to you. I don't think I could do 30 years of river dance, but maybe <laughs> 30 years of radio is pretty cool. Guys, girls, thank you so much for visiting us here in our studios and uh, enjoy Expo. Thank, thank you. you. This is Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Yeah, and a very good afternoon and welcome back to the show. Lunch with Lloyd all the way through 2 o'clock. We are live from Expo 2020. Uh, lots more uh, school trips coming in as well. I can see through the window. Right, we're going to get our kids uh, organised for the weekend uh, right now. And uh, I can tell you there's lots to do down here for the kids. But uh, joining us for a few more options is Karim from Kids App. I'll say good afternoon, Karim. How are you? Hi, Mark. I'm great. And actually, I can't wait to come visit you over at Expo. Hopefully, I'll see you soon. Yeah, um, you yeah. should. You should do. There's so much to see, so much to do. Um, it'll be right up your alley, let me tell you. So uh, we look forward to welcoming <laughs> you, Karim, over here. Um, now, when it comes to the kids this weekend, what have you unearthed? Okay, so, I mean, after an expensive summer paying school fees, rent renewals, everything hitting my pocket and I'm sure everybody else's pocket. I asked the team to get me some free stuff for me and the family to do and I thought, you know what, why not share it with everybody else? So this week, everything is for free, wow. but download Kids App anyway. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. So we've got a lot of freebies yeah. for the kids. Um, where are we going to get started? So first of all is Dubai Creek Harbour, which is the new area that's uh, being built by Amara. I believe the new world's tallest tower is coming up over there. Yeah. And uh, it's a nice place to go, especially as the weather's getting better for a promenade, either early mornings or, you know, for golden afternoon sunsets. There's photo opportunities. You get a view of the creek and downtown Dubai skyline, which you know how amazing it is. Yeah. There's now a lot of nice restaurants open there. There's also a great kids' playground to try out. And as a bonus, very close by is the Russell Hoare Wildlife Sanctuary, you know, where you can see the mangroves. Okay, yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah uh, so that's a, that's a good thing. And the actual location, you can find it on Kids App. Blue button, 
gives you navigation. Okay, so some uh, nice outdoor things to do there over at uh, the uh, Dubai Creek Harbour. Now, the downtown slide, uh, that'll make a splash at the weekend. Um, What do we know about this? So if you're over at Dubai Mall or near Burj Park over the weekend on the boulevard, there's a slide that's been open for a few years. It's back open. It's next to the Vida Hotel downtown. Mm-hmm. It's seven meters tall and 19 meters long, completely free, a fun distraction for you and the kids. The weather's getting better. Go there in the afternoon. And actually, it's built in such a way that even the slide inside is cool, no matter how hot it is outside. Oh, nice. Okay, that's a nice one then. So we'll get a bit of adrenaline going. The downtown slide. Now, Albasha Pond Park, always very popular. And uh, all of these um, things, of course, are for free at the weekend. So uh, what can we get up to there? I'm not sure if you've been there, Albasha Pond Park. Uh, I've been to a Pond Park, but I think it was in charge of the one that I went to. I don't think I've been to the Albasha one, no. Okay, so right in the heart of uh, Barsha, it's a really nice park. They've got a running track, they've got a walking track. You can rent little bicycles or trikes for the kids. They've got a new cafe that I saw the other day. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. You can also rent boats, uh, uh, you know, like flamingo boats, swan boats, and go out on the lake. And there's a really nice kind of sand play area that kind of goes all around the pond. So it's a nice free weekend activity as, as the weather's getting nicer. Okay, that's another option. Um, The Block at D3. The Block. New kids on the block. What's this all about? (laughs) So this is a nice place to take a stroll. They have colorful fish. It's on the water, the creek. You can get some nice shots. There's a lot of props around, nature props, and you can have a picnic there. There's also a bunch of cafes and restaurants and a play area. So it's a really good place to walk around nowadays. Okay, and um, that's um, then the block at D3. Um, we've got another lake on the menu as well. Um, it's uh, over in Al-Kudra. So this is, uh, so my family have never been there. We're going this weekend. Okay. Okay, there's a really nice place to stroll. I've seen a lot of amazing photos, read about it, uh, spoken to the team about it. You, can, you know, it's, it's really a different place. There's a lot of, uh, everything is around the love theme, Right. So, for example, you'll see trees in the the shape of kind of love. And then if you look, you know, if you have a drone, for example, to take photos, you look up and, you know, the lakes are in the shape of hearts. The trees spell out the word love. There's a lot of photo opportunities. It's really nice at sunset. Spread the love. That's what I say at um, Al-Qudra. Now, um, something you've unearthed as well up in the capital, Abu Dhabi. Okay, this place honestly looks amazing. It's like a beautiful natural green park. They've got over 2,000 trees and shrubs that are, uh, you know, basically from the region. Yeah. But it looks like a forest, you know. And then you just walk through it. You can take a stroll on forest path. There's a fitness area, kids play area, volleyball, track, skate park, climbing wall, basketball. You know, there's there's a bunch of other activities as well. There's food trucks. You can have a picnic there. It's a really beautiful place. I mean... Look, check, check. We've got a few pictures of it on Kids App. It made me want to go there. Really nice place. That's Alfay Park. And the final one for today is uh, Algurm Corniche. Yeah, so this is also a promenade in Abu Dhabi facing the mangroves. Yeah. So it's a very nice nature walk. It's about 3.5 kilometer walk. You can also take kayaks. They've got edutainment zones, which teaches the kids and, and, and it's interactive. About the mangroves, they've got places, you know, where they've got observation decks. You can watch the mangroves and, and the birds, etc. Of course, there's also turtles around there, and there's a kids' play area. So this is a nice place. Maybe you can combine this, for example, with a visit to El Fay Park.
Fantastic. So several ideas then of uh, things to do with the kids and they all cost absolutely nothing. And details, you can find them on KidsZap. Karim, we'll catch up with you next week. Get yourself down to Expo as soon as you can, sir. See you there. Listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai I 103.8. Indeed, you are as we broadcast live from Expo 2020. Being a Wednesday, we always go for a wander with Nada. She, of course, uh, takes people on various trips here in uh, Dubai, down in Sharjah, and up in Abu Dhabi as well to uh, really kind of uncover hidden gems across the city. Nada, you must be in your element here at Expo 2020. I mean, this is a big wander, isn't it? Oh, it absolutely is. I swear. I think I've just been walking nonstop for the last, I mean, yesterday and today as well. Uh, and I look forward to exploring more. Uh, there's a lot to take a look at. So uh, um, you, you just mentioned to me that you did uh, visited 17 pavilions so far. Uh, have you got one of them passports where you're ticking it all off? And... I do need to get one. I've actually just been writing them down on like my phone. Oh, okay. Uh, but I do need to get a passport because I do see they actually stamp it for you as they soon do. as you exit. Yeah, a nice photo opportunity with your, with your stamp there. So <laughs> tell me um, uh, one or two of, of your favorite um, uh, pavilions that you've visited. So my favorite so far has been Russia. Russia, and that's just around the corner from our studios, and it's very brightly colored from the outside. So tell me why that has been one of your favorites, Nada. Yes, so I was definitely drawn by the colors outside um, and then just decided to waltz in, um, and it was definitely one of my favorites. Uh, Their focus is on the mechanics of wonder, okay? And that's Mm -hmm. how the brain works. So. How our societies um, and cultures are so different, but there is one unifying thing between or amongst all of them, and that is the human brain. So the fact that the human brain actually expands or acquires what they call like additional capacity when we're in a social environment. So mobility is a key resource for our brain development. So they actually have this incredible like installation in the middle, uh, which is of a human brain. And they have holograms that actually teach us or they, they talk straight, you know, to us. Uh, and it just looks like something out of, like, Star Trek. Really? Yeah. So uh, it's a, very, a real learning experience in there. I mean, how long can you spend in, in that pavilion, would you say? I think I was there for probably 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would have definitely gladly stayed even longer, but I just knew that I needed to, <laughs> you know, allocate more time also for, for some of the other pavilions. Yeah. So I would definitely go back again, though. So that is one that you can't miss. It really is so colorful outside. It's kind of red, yellow, green. Um, it's... Kind of hard to describe, but it's one that you'll definitely not miss. So Russia up there on the, some of your favorites. Where else? So the second pavilion uh, was Spain. That was my second favorite. Um, now, I may be playing favorites here. I did used to live in Spain. Okay. But um, when I walked in, I was really, really intrigued by, first of all, like this huge chess set that they had. Uh, at the very entrance. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking, you know, did the Spanish invent chess? Um, no, they didn't. It was actually invented in India. But the Spanish did develop it. And they actually use chess as an educational tool in schools because it is known to help improve emotional intelligence, memory, and even, um, you know, maths, right? right? So this is definitely something that they've even ma- made mandatory 
in schools where school children have to learn chess because it is that beneficial. Talking of chess, do you know that the World Chess Championships is going to be held right here at Expo 2020 no. this year? Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> Which is lovely, isn't it? I mean, um, and of course, with the Queen's Gambit, it's all kind of caught on again. Chess is the thing um, to be uh, playing. But uh, I didn't know. Uh, I thought it originated in, in uh, Russia that we were talking about before, but uh, obviously not. So there are definitely big name players uh, who come from Russia, but no, the origin is from uh, India, uh, spread from there to Persia, present-day Iran, and then to the Arab world before it made its way to Europe. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it has traveled (laughs) as well. And you're right, like shows like The Queen's Gambit just spiked uh, these chessboard uh, sales all over the world Mm -hmm. uh, because people watching the show just wanted you know to do something similar they thought of it as something fun but also educational Uh, what about food is there any tapas um, around there in the Spanish pavilion there are I actually had a Spanish mushroom tortilla uh, which was delicious that's like the the omelet uh, so so tasty Um, but they also have the paella for, for anyone who wants to have that as well Uh, The other really cool thing that's also located in the Spanish Pavilion is an actual Hyperloop. So you've heard of the Hyperloop, of course, course, right? So the Hyperloop that they have there is an actual vehicle that is, you know, supposed to transport people on the ground level, but at airline speed. So we're talking speeds of a thousand kilometers per hour. So a trip, for example, from from Dubai to Abu Dhabi can be made in less than 12 minutes. Wow. So they actually have that over there. They've got it here. Yeah. So we can see it in the Spanish pavilion. Right. We've got time for one more pavilion before we get to the news. So what would be your third favorite? Third favorite uh, would have been the Netherlands, uh, which is located in the sustainability pavilion. So they've actually built their pavilion that produces clean water from what? From desert air. Right. So they are focused on finding a solution to one of the world's most pressing uh, problems, and that's fresh, clean water availability. So the water is actually used in the pavilion to create this spectacular rain shower and to irrigate the plants that they also have there. So imagine, again, creating water from desert air. Right. I've never heard of something like this. It is truly, truly groundbreaking. So it's very cool to go and see and learn about. Um, Their cafe also, just for everyone who has a sweet tooth, has a delicious Dutch apple pie, (laughs) which I got my hands on. Dutch apple pie. I'm like, any windmills over there? No, no. no, I was surprised <laughs> to not see any, or tulips, right? Yeah. Um, but no, no, they didn't have that. Yeah, those tulips from Amsterdam. What about actually getting round to these pavilions? How have you been going about? Has it purely been walking for you, or have you used some of the, uh, there's, I know there's bicycles out there, and there's people carriers as well. So I have been walking the entire time. Now, as you know, I am a wanderer by profession, yeah. so I'm used to the walking, um, and I would definitely encourage one to do so. But definitely also while wearing very comfortable shoes, Uh, because this, I mean, the size of the space is massive. To do so in heels would just be painful. You don't want to be doing that, do you? No. And I mean, several visits for sure, uh, if you want to cover everything. Oh, yes. Uh, Several visits, 100%. uh, I mean, for anyone to even think they're going to cover the space in one day, I mean, they've got to be Superman or Superwoman. Uh, This would probably take or warrant, I would say, three to five days, if not more. Uh, So multiple visits. And, of course, you get to see different things every time you come. Uh, Particularly, for instance, 
in uh, the Swedish pavilion, yeah. uh, there's an event that's happening this Friday, which is Swedish Cinnamon Bun Day. Now, <laughs> that alone, as a name, you know, definitely uh, spiked my interest. Uh, last week was actually when that day was supposed to take place, but due to the storm uh, reports, they did postpone the event okay. to Friday, which is on uh, the October 8th. And they've actually partnered with Mr. Baker to produce 1,000 cinnamon buns. And they are going to have them on stage in one circular line, which is a world record attempt by Mr. Baker to break most cinnamon buns in one line. So afterwards, they're also going to give all these cinnamon buns to visitors. So, so we need to be here this yeah. weekend for yes. that. Yeah, Cinnamon buns uh, coming out of Switzerland. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Live from Expo 2020 Dubai. Yeah, very exciting. We are live from Expo 2020 all the way through 2 o'clock this afternoon. Now, we were chatting just before the news with Nada from Wonder with Nada, and we held on to her. As Nada, you've had a few questions um, on your website from uh, uh, various people asking uh, a few details, um, you know, some questions and maybe how we get here, how we get around. So where we're going to get started? Frequently asked questions. Wow. Okay, so we have a long list, but I'll start with how to get there. So there are various methods to to arriving at Expo Dubai. Uh, The first, and this is the most recommended way, is the Dubai Metro. So there is an Expo 2020 station, which is on the red line, um, and that's open since October 1st. And they run uh, up until late. Um, So on Saturday to Wednesday from 5 a.m. to 1.15 a.m. the next day. And then also on Thursdays from 5 a.m. to 2.15 a.m. So it's definitely most recommended to get here. You save yourself the hassle of obviously the drive, but then the parking and then the long walk. Yeah, Uh, uh, the walk or the bus. In fact, I came by Metro um, this morning and it was absolutely seamless. Straight through uh, a beautiful station, uh, of course, when you get here to Expo. And and you're right in the heart of it. You know, you you show your credentials, check in your bags, and you're straight through at the uh, expo um, center there the exhibition center and it's about a 10 minute walk and uh, i'm here in the studio so i can recommend it experience it go for it do the metro yep and i would say as well like the other maybe alternative um is to drive of course but that i did yesterday and when i compare the two i would definitely still again suggest the metro mm-hmm. so when you actually do park your car you're parking in a particular thematic pavilion so the second you step out of the car take a picture of where yes. you've parked <laughs> i can't stress this enough uh, they also thankfully have these posts where you scan a qr code and that tells you which area you've parked in okay. and which bus you actually need to step onto on the way there back. and back yeah. so yeah. i thought this was one of the most brilliant things they've you know put together i think we need that in dubai malls as well yeah um so that's the the parking there are of course taxis that you can take to arrive and depart from the expo uh if you're departing from the expo there is a starting flat fee of 20 dirhams for rides originating from the site um and then finally there's also the expo rider so these are actually expo shuttle buses uh, that have been organized by the RTA. So there are nine dedicated stations where you can just hop on to any of those buses, provided that you show them your tickets. So that's another way to get there for free. Okay. Once we've got here, um, preferably by the metro, uh, getting around the site and planning our trip, you know, and um, to see the pavilions that, that we really want to see. 
So I would first start by tickets. Um, why, where can you buy those tickets? You can buy them online on the Expo website. You can also buy them um, through uh, ticket resellers. Um, and you can buy them on the Dubai Expo app. Now, once you actually buy those tickets, and there are many, so you've got the one-day tickets, which go for 95 dirhams. You've got the October Pass, which is also for 95 dirhams. Yep. Unlimited access for the entire month of October, and that's on sale until October 15th. So you can get your hands on those. Multi-day passes so that you can come more than once throughout the entire um, 30 consecutive days. And then finally, a season pass where you get unlimited entry for the entire six months. So that, of course, leads a lot of people to ask, how many times should I come? And I will yeah. get to that. Yeah. But I want to also highlight that these ticket prices are for adults between the ages of 18 and 59 years old. So with that being said, children and young adults, as well as seniors, they can actually enter free of charge, as well as people of determination. So that's a great okay, bonus. Excellent. Um, if you have any family or friends that are traveling to Dubai uh, or Abu Dhabi and are flying with either Emirates Airlines, Fly Dubai, or Etihad, you should know that they actually get one complimentary expo day pass um, for every person that's on that booking. So imagine that. You actually get that as well as a perk uh, when you're flying with any of those airlines. And if you also book at the only hotel that's located on the expo site, which is the Rove, Rove Hotel, hotel yeah. you also get a ticket included within your room hotel price. My goodness, that's fantastic, isn't it? So really encouraging people uh, to come and make the most of uh, expo. Any other questions that have been uh, coming your way? Yes, there have been. So what time should I go? So in October... I would say the best time to come is around 4 p.m. Um, the weather is just considerably cooler in the afternoon, so yeah. you'll enjoy much more of like the walking around because it would be a shame to maybe just go in and sort of sit in uh, maybe a cafe or just stay in one pavilion the entire time. The joy of visiting the expo is walking and wandering about, right? So I would say 4 p.m. onwards, but then in November all the way up until March, you can pretty much come all day anytime. So the weather will be much, much cooler then. Yeah. Now, what do you need to bring to uh, the expo site, right? We said tickets, of course, are required for entry, but you also need a vaccination status, which will show on the Al Hussein app mm -hmm. as green, um, so that you need to present, or you need to have had a PCR test within the last 72 hours. So with that being said, for people who are unvaccinated, you can actually get that test done on site at Expo for free, uh, but it does take roughly about four hours for processing. So that might be, right. of course, a little bit of a long wait. Yeah. So it's best to maybe do it beforehand. But of course, everyone who is vaccinated and of course, the bulk of the UAE population is, they can enter just by showing the green status on the Al Hussein app. Excellent. Um, so what's your plan for the rest of the day then uh, coming up? Um, you, you've already been to 17 pavilions. <laughs> Is number 18, 19, 20, 21 coming up? Yes. And just, you know, walking over here to the studio, I saw a few that I'm going to run back to. I'm going back to Belgium. I'm going back to France. And I'm going to Sweden again uh, to, to visit them and find out more about the cinnamon buns. Okay. Um, so definitely a busy, busy day. And I'll be here probably for the rest of the evening. And um, is uh, some of the pictures and videos 
videos are you going to be putting them up on Wonder with Nada? Oh, yes. They are already there. They're already there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and much more more to come. Fantastic, Nada. Always a pleasure to chat with you on a Wednesday. Do check out her website with uh, all the pics and videos from Expo 2020. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yes, indeed. Uh, thanks for your messages that are coming along uh, today. Now, right now, we're going to catch up with uh, Ahmed Weiss, who's the uh, commercial director of Spacetoon. I'll say uh, good afternoon to you, Ahmed. How are you? Hi, good afternoon, Mark. So tell me um, a little bit about um, NGUX. Can you explain for listeners what that exactly is? For sure, for sure. Thank you for the uh, great opportunity. Uh, NGUX actually is National Geographic Ultimate Explorer Family Entertainment Center in Abu Dhabi in the Galleria. Okay. Uh, What are some of the attractions if we uh, drive up there to the capital? What are some of the attractions at NGUX? So, so NGUX Family Entertainment Center is a great, great, awesome opportunity for kids. Uh, and families to uh, interact with uh, activities and attractions that is built on uh, to make the kids uh, to build the kids to be an innovators and scientists. It's it actually consists of a lot of activities that is built from uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, and 3D technologies. And we are really looking to an immersive experience and focusing on hands-on activities where the kids nowadays, because of the a lot of technologies, there is not a lot of hands-on activities, and that's what we are focusing on. So there is uh, a lot of activities in our center that the kids uh, are loving. It's Space Jump, which, which is focuses on the space, Terra Studio, Critter Life Cam, where kids interact with animals and they talk with, uh, with them and explain about them. Robotics Lab, Kenobi Climber, Upcycling, and Wild River Raken, with a very high-end uh, uh, game, uh, game, games and uh, attractions. Uh, it sounds very futuristic, I, I must say. I mean, um, exactly. what skills uh, are these, gonna, these uh, games and these uh, machines going to develop in, in children? And, and what's the perfect age group for uh, coming up to NGUX? Thank you for the question. So the attractions are built with the purpose of developing different skills in children, like exploring, learning, imagining, programming, and upcycling. The kids uh, will also learn a lot about the nature, animals, and space and technology. The most important thing that the kids will gain these skills and explore those topics while living a new adventure and having a lot of fun. The age group, uh, it's between 5 to 12 years old. And, of course, there is a space where in some of the activities, the parents can be part of the activity as well. Okay. Uh, where can we actually find uh, NGUX? And uh, tell us a bit, do we have to register before we come or can we buy tickets on the door? So, of course, you can buy tickets on the door and the tickets are uh, available online on NGUX uh, Abu Dhabi website. The location is uh, it's in uh, the uh, in, in the Galleria Almeria Island. Okay, and we open from ten a.m. till twelve a.m. Right, it sounds like something that has not, you know, been in the UAE before. Is it is it going to be very different than anything that we've visited before, uh, Ahmed? Yes, for sure, because it's the first entertaining experience that it's built around education and very, very, very deep. 
knowledge of what the kids want and as I explained before the hands-on activity and yes it's the first time in uh, in the entire GCC market and UAE and Abu Dhabi of course and do you have a favorite um, attraction there Ahmed have you got a favorite um, game that you like to play uh, actually, yes, uh, I love the space jump because it has a lot of you round around the space and it takes you to another world. So uh, we really love the space jump. Fantastic. Well, Ahmed, um, we look forward to visiting you up there in Abu Dhabi uh, for once again, NGUX, something really different uh, for our kids to enjoy.